Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up, Jay Foreman, DP, Austin? We're back. We are old school. Brought to you by the Mercado. Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop. Two locations, 84th to Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. We are back. Baker Mayfield against Pike Hercules. How you arrive to campus versus how you arrive in the NFL and how you survive. What do you guys think? Austin, go ahead. I'll let you set the table. So, again, both guys taken, what, number one overall? At least very highly in the draft. So, that... It would seem to be similar, but their paths to number one <laughs> aren't right. Again, I go back to Baker Mayfield walk on in college. Had to work his way up. Kyler's a scholarship guy. Yeah, Saturday and M transferred to Oklahoma. So I think there are enough similarities there, but enough differences. I'll let DP talk about the the Kyler Murray Baker thing. I want to throw this out there as a credit to Baker. How easy would it have been for him to go full Manziel? And he didn't. Yeah, I mean, he had an opportunity to turn left. I, don't, I think Manziel is the kind of new age version of Ryan, uh, Ryan Leaf. Leaf. I think he's even Sorry. worse than Ryan Leaf. I think Manziel had an opportunity because he was partnered at that time with LeBron and mm-hmm. his eight, the clutch. Eight, clutch and all that. So whereas Ryan Leaf, you went to a poisonous type of organization. With I mean, look, um, Eli Manning and the Mannings didn't want Eli going there. So it was obviously there's a reason not to go. I think Cleveland was the new it place to be. Um, so yeah, Baker Mayfield not going off the deep end. I, I just think Kyler Murray, his path to it. I think the one thing that always worried me about Kyler Murray was, and I get it. You, you were, you, you think about playing baseball versus football. And I know when you have that chance to negotiate as a potential Oh, I could go play baseball, right? Baseball is like, I mean, it's easy money. You you bat like two seventy five and show you could do something. You gonna get us around get three hundred million. Problem is those minor league bus rides. I've been told they're pretty brutal. But I don't. He would be riding by himself in a nice vehicle. <laughs> considering he, he that wouldn't be pay, on the bus for long, right? He wouldn't be on the bus for long. He would have got as many chances as possible. Then you start to wonder. Did you pigeonhole yourself by doing that and end up in Arizona? Right. Um, I just think they're two guys that are built different and there's nothing wrong with that. It'll just be interesting to see what, what Kyler Murray does considering when you have a new coach, I think Cliff Kingsbury was there. I think Kyler Murray orchestrated that. I think that was a bad move and and that's on the ownership for hiring him, you know, for getting a cup of coffee with Sean McVay. Mm -hmm. So I think 
to Kyler Murray's defense, even though I'm always hard on him just because mainly he went to Oklahoma, is because I think he got into a situation that wasn't conducive for him. And I think the worst thing for him, because he didn't walk on to some of the things that Austin said, is that he didn't know how to be a pro. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have anybody there to show him. Yes, in college you did, but that was easy pickings. And, uh, you know, and I think that's what really hurt him. So, to, But I think for him, the reality check of getting hurt and having a new coach and being questioned, right? And you got to think DeAndre Hopkins is like, bro, I don't know what you're seeing out there when they had the, you know, in season, uh, you know, you know, behind the scenes. Uh, really was a wake-up call because you could say that you were studying, but when you have a Hall of Fame receiver, it's like, bro, what are you seeing out there? And then he goes to everybody and says, bro, I don't know what he's seeing out there. He's letting everybody know this man ain't ready. But I think that's why you're seeing a little bit of an uptick in his play and, DP, his actions, which were, in my opinion, this season, are way better than before. He did. He's not missed anything. They, when you hear about it, when you're talking about it, he's been in every meeting, right? He worked his tail off to get back to play early. Right, he wanted to play right away. You know they had that twenty-one day period. He was ready to go in shape. I think that's a big deal. The the extra time for him to prepare this season paid off. It paid off. Stay on the sideline, watch, listen, learn, and getting people to learn is the most difficult thing in all sports. It, it really is. Not finishing, getting people to, to 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 begin to say, "I'm not smart enough in this game." Elite athletes have always believed that physically they can maneuver themselves through 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 friction. When that doesn't work, and then you have to go to the mental aspect of it, most that's a, that's the toughest leap, right? For players, now think of it this way: that Kyler Murray at 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 Allen high school in a program that's elite from top to bottom. Yeah, historic. That he was so much better as an athlete than everybody he faced. And that the work he put in that was selfish to him but 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 worthwhile. He worked harder at running, at throwing. Like he that work he did but he never had to master the playbook. Right. He never had to. Right. He got to A and M and there's people there who were less talented, but they were more applied. He was there when Mayanzel was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, well, uh, Allen. Uh, no. Who's the quarterback? Uh, started yeah. as a freshman right away. Kyle Allen. Kyle yeah. Allen. Yeah. Um, through all of that, right? The Kyle Allen was, 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 was there ahead of him. So it was a big deal. Right. Here's the thing with Kyler Murray and having been in Texas when he was down there and, and, and hearing enough and meeting in space that Kyler Murray as a baseball player, it was different. I had this conversation with Bryce Matthews when he was here. Black quarterbacks in Texas take and black baseball players take two different types of input. You have the, the football people telling the, the athletic black quarterback to be more cerebral mm. <laughs> until you start making mistakes and then you go back to being more athletic. Mm. But then when they go to baseball, they are unicorns in, in baseball. Sure. Yeah. yeah for and sure. the expectation is, well, wait a minute. They've got to mold to Texas baseball. Yeah. 
Which is different. Which is different. Yeah, I do know that from my time in Baker was, was 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 a white dude hanging out with brothers and trying to brother up. Murray was a brother <laughs> hanging around with white dudes yeah. trying to fit in. Yeah, well, Baker and seasons is meat, though. Well, he seasons is meat. Well, and here's how I know I seasons is meat. Uh, <laughs> I met him at the Super Bowl, right? And he came in there, man. I'm telling you, when you see him, when I saw him, Man, that dude look like he a librarian, right? But when you talk to him now, you know, and it ain't no act though. He 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 had accepted everything around right. him yeah. to fit and, in, and he does it. And he, I'm telling you, he has a different personality. I was expecting to meet him. I was expecting kind of like a Johnny Manziel type of like this dude's got some, you know. All right, let's see what this dude's about. Yeah, it was only 10, 15 minutes. Talk to him. I I walked away. I was like. Yeah, actually, is he all right? I can see why both he of wins. them are cooler than 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 the other. Was it cooler than the fan? Yeah, and smarter than the average bear. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But yeah. they both got caught in between. Right. Baker had to put down some of the cool. Right, and, and get, Kyler, and get, yeah, yep. get Kyler, yeah, Kyler had to do the opposite. Yeah. He had to pull more of this in play. Right, and then this is how they meet. Yeah, this is how they meet. Listen, you're talking about a dude. I, I want to say he he threw for like 120 touchdowns in high school. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was like, something stupid. Like it's it's a yeah. ridiculous number. And then oh, by the way, he ran for 30. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty much a <laughs> like, one man show. But I think sometimes when you are that dominant, oh, I was you, wrong. I was wrong. It wasn't 30. It was 69. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> he you, ran. Jay Foreman threw. Here's an he threw for 117, 117 touchdowns in high school. Yeah. And then ran for another sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's yeah. That's <laughs> why he's, he's. They say arguably he might be the greatest <sighs> high school player Mercy. in Texas bro, history. Bro. Well, but the problem is, is this: when you get to college, that don't mean tiddly poo. But and I still thought Bryce to, Matthews. I still thought Bryce Matthews was better. And then when you get, <laughs> and then when Bryce you get, to, and then when you get to the pros, that really don't mean anything. And I think sometimes, and I hate to even say this because. You only can play against who you can play, and you're a great athlete. Yeah, is that that type of? I don't even want to say easy dominance. Being that dominant, it sets you up to for failure. Yeah, always go back to. I don't know if you guys. I watched it on Amazon Prime about Shea Cotton. Remember him, basketball player, probably a little bit before your time. In eighth, ninth, even tenth grade. I mean, he was flat out unstoppable. He went. He locked horns. I think with Kobe and they were, I think it was Kobe's time where they were going at the ABC camp and they was head to head. But what happened was, and Kobe tells this story, he didn't mention Shea Cotton, but he tells you this. And LeBron and those guys, I think, talk about the other guy from New York is that Kobe was using that stuff to figure out how to get better. Whereas Shea Cotton, and I can't speak for him, and, and there were some things that, some shady stuff that Long Beach State did mm-hmm. to curtail mm-hmm. his career, which they should, you talk about being held accountable. Purposely screwed him over based on because his brother left early. But what some guys do when you're that dominant, you keep doing the same thing. And then when you hit a wall, you have no way to figure it out because you haven't added anything to your game. Because then what? guess what? People get bigger. People get stronger. You don't overwhelm them with that. I think with Kyler Murray, I was, I've been impressed with him to make somewhat of a comeback. And it has nothing to do with physical ability because you look, his Arm's not going to get any stronger. He's not going to get any faster. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's always going to be quick and fast and all that stuff. He's not going to obviously get any taller. 
But I think for for him to have that mentality change is is great. Yeah, I, I and and I think the, this extra he had an extra long training camp this year. Yeah, and not on not intended. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't intended. Yeah, and being force fed knowledge is a motivator. <laughs> well, he had nothing else right? to do, and right? and when a new coach. Even though the coach says that you're my guy and you're, you know, by the contract, you're still there. And if if Russell Wilson's situation didn't show you anything, but you have a new coach, so you don't have the comfort of Kingsbury being there. But I think that Kyler Murray, when you saw the thing where he would be frustrated and yelling at his coach, you kind of got him up out of there. But when a new coach comes in, that's a harsh reality for somebody like that. Especially well, when there's no ties to you. Yeah, there's no guarantee. Yeah. You're not you're not preferred. Right. Right. You're tolerated. Yeah. Or not, I wouldn't say tolerate. You're 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 accepted, but you're not wanted, and you have to earn that. Well, it, it, most new. Co- I mean, look, I've been a member of that club. That I'm walking into a new program. I'm new to the program. The players aren't. Right. And you'll hear, "Hey, this is your quarterback. Hey, this is your starting pitcher. Yeah. Hey, this is your point guard." And I'm like, "No, it ain't." <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't. Right. It, it's an option, but for what I want to do and the standard I want to work at, if that's my guy, then why am I here? Right. If there's a that simple of an answer that this is my guy. Or this is your team. Or right. This is, yeah, then so. why am I here? Right. So that was the case for all of these guys. The quarterback now, Kyler had to go, well, wait a minute. I might not be here. Yeah. And if he's seen, if he, he might not be here, I mean, I'm sure he was in the same quarterback uh, meetings with Josh uh, Josh Dobbs, and he was supposed to be here. And next thing you know, he was shipped out three hours later. At the end of the day, I've, I've been there. When them new coaches come in, new GMs come in, they don't. Only people they care about is the guys that they drafted or brought in as free that agents. Part. And that's a harsh reality. And especially now, I will say this: every NFL player has way more power to dictate things than I ever could dream of, because. And the transfer reporters changed some of that too. And the, at the at the college level, I'm yeah. talking about the pros. So yeah. these guys have way more bargaining power because they're they're able to realistically, no matter who you are, make significant money outside of your sport. Yeah, you're not you're not either pushed or made to be there. There is no off season for them, so you're able to do other things. So then that, that gives you more power. And to be honest with you, a lot of these guys don't care that much about the sport that they don't live and die by if they're playing. They're just part. It's just a. It's not. They're not as internally motivated to be great. Yeah. That's the that's the truth. So that so with that situation now with when a quarterback that's the first this is the first time for Kyler Murray that he's really faced adversity in his career in his football career it, real adversity. Wow. Being hurt is one thing. Being cut and and then also not having a place to go is another thing. Yes, you go to Texas A&M as the most decorated high school player ever. Johnny Manziel is there. You don't play. Okay, you decide to leave because Kevin Sumlin gets fired. You go to the Heisman, you know, whisperer and win the Heisman. And then you go number one when you said, okay, I could probably play baseball. And then you start. And then I think he got – we made a a Pro Bowl or two. He has some success. So it's not like he's been a scrub. Right. But then a new coach comes, and you're the highest paid dude, and this is after that coach is in Philly, 
who has a former Oklahoma quarterback that is all about football, dedicated, all that stuff. And he gets off the plane and gets hired, and he already knows that you don't have good practice habits and good study habits. And it's been told by J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins that you got a little bit of an attitude problem. This is the first time that when you're rolling up to the stadium or to, st- or to where you practice at, he's on the same ground as the street free agent, as the fifth-round pick, as James Conner. You're not that dude anymore. Now you got to earn it. And But, you know, one thing to his credit, he seemed to take that challenge, and he's, for the least the two or three weeks here, he's uh, rose to the challenge. So it'll be interesting to see what he does next year because I think he can make – I think Arizona is the best place for him in his style of play because it, he is a delicacy well, type he, of quarterback. He's already had success there. Right. He, he, now, again, granted, he had three of the best receivers in the, right. in the league – but it's it's the old adage: hard work versus talent. When right. talent doesn't work hard, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. This is a thing that applies: that hard work and then superstars do everything. They're not just more athletic. Right. They're not more, just more cerebral. They are the best. Jordan and his it was the cerebral assassin. LeBron plays at a higher level than everybody else. Brady, Mentally. Brady outthought everybody. His own talent Same with Peyton Manning, right? all of them. Peyton Manning, they all the work that we understand that the, the guy in having this this conversation, the guy that intrigued the two guys that intrigued me, because I think physically they've just been maneuvering at a different pace than the rest of their universe, but they cannot be elite until they match it off the field and in the in the film study is Dak and Josh Allen. Those yeah. are the two those are the next two. And they better do it within a year or two. Right, that have everything. Everything. Check boxes. Check 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 except for you haven't put it together completely. Which tells me there's a box unchecked. Right. Yeah, that's an interesting. And somebody has to call it on. Right. Like somebody yeah. has to say, "Look, there's there's zero reason for Josh Allen to to be the turnover king that he is." There's zero, there's, just, there's no excuse, right? Because so find out what it so is. Much, yeah. Now I will say this: Do you give Josh more leeway because he hasn't had the type of weapons that Dak has had? Well, some would say that the best receiver up until this year's C.D. Lamb's season, this season, was that I don't know, Diggs. Mr. Yeah. Diggs gives gives you a whole lot to work with. Yeah, but you had Amari Cooper before that. Uh-huh. You had Gallup when he was healthy. Uh-huh. Then C.D. Lamb. Then you've had Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Cooper, had, Cooper it, it, was legit, right? Yeah. And he had Ezekiel Elliott as his, as his in his prime, mm-hmm. right? You had the at one point in time the best offensive line and, in the and league. burned burned out Zeke, right? And burned prime. out Zeke. So you, so I'm talking about top to bottom. I mean, who you they, do because he's younger. He is younger, right? right. He's well, two two years younger. Dak uh, is Dak is a little bit older because you got to think Dak took over when Romo in there when they had all them talented dudes, right? Yeah. So, to me, yes, Josh Allen has a little more wiggle room. Josh Allen is three years younger than Dak Prescott. He has a little bit more leeway. Dak demanded talent around him and was able to pull that off. Like He was smart enough to go, hey, man, we're not even going to be settled with these great guys. Get me another one. Yeah, and I think Jerry Jones and those guys are different type of ownership where Jerry Jones is always going to try to get the best players. And the expectations, it's a little bit different, but both of them are facing the same 
adversity and expectations. You yeah. wonder what, what, like, how can Dak? I remember last season where Dak and uh, or it was what Jason Garrett was still the coach, maybe, mm-hmm. and he threw for like four hundred yards, you know, against uh, the New York Giants on a Sunday night. I mean, it was a beautiful performance, and Josh Allen's had multitude of them. And then you, they turn like a couple weeks later. They're like, "Man, you just throw you threw like four, you know, Josh Allen three interceptions in the red zone." And you, I'll never forget that time they played the Dolphins down there in the first game of the year. He was pretty much unstoppable, and they found a way to lose. Now, defense does not does not help sometimes when you know. So there's a little bit of, but the sporadic play under pressure, I think sometimes with every quarterback is either either like overhyped or undervalued. You get what I'm saying? I think, you know, well, well, I, think, to- I think Josh has gotten, I think they both got too much too soon when it comes to credit. Yes. We put, we put Josh Allen in, in, in that upper. Well, that's what happens at every in, quarterback, suite, right? right? You put him up there and you go, Oh, give me your key back. Uh, you're not ready. Well, that's what you're they, not I ready. Mean, you do that in the NBA as well. Yeah. Right. Not ready. I mean, you got to think for, you know, Every Harold Miner, then here comes LeBron, and then LeBron hits. Every, I mean, just think however many guys that you thought, oh, this RG three, right? He was the guy. He was the and guy. And then Haloti Nada said no. Andrew Luck. No, I think Andrew Luck. The way that he got beat up, I, I wish Andrew Luck would have came back after a year off, because I think Andrew Luck right now would destroy the NFL. Yes. He would murder yeah. the NFL right now. Yeah. Part I, of it was he didn't learn his lesson, right? Like I blamed Trent Gregson or Ryan Gregson for the longest time. Luck had to be smarter. Yeah, he took a lot of for being a Stanford dude. For being a Stanford dude, Andrew Luck. <laughs> Why you do that, man? Like that, man? Come on, man. Leave Andrew alone. Leave that man alone, man. Come on, man. I love me some Andrew Luck. I I agree with you. I thought. I thought that he was floating in a cloud above his teammates. And he could not figure out how to elevate them in the way they communicate. He just, he was above it. Yeah. And it you talk about intelligence, is it like there's intelligence and then there's IQ within the space that you're in and your ability to connect is an IQ thing. It's an EQ thing. Yeah, he never connected, and it showed. And there were times when he did things physically that at his size made sense, but for his career and his team, it didn't. And there were too many times he took hits when he didn't have to. He didn't have Hey, bro, Brady that thing. Throw it away. Let's reload. Like, don't take the hits. Right. And we kept saying it. And then one day the doctor goes, uh, hey, bro, <laughs> that's your last one. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think that, I mean, yeah. I just it's just one of those things that you wish, you know, he took a year out. But I mean, he he had his mark. I mean, he, his career is no different than I feel like Luke Kuechly and Patrick Willis. You always like, dang, dude, you guys were. I mean, you go. For, I mean, it's it's hard to say like Barry Sanders. Just, yeah. I'm, down I'm just Calvin done. Johnson. I'm just done. Right. But they, but Luke Kuechly and Patrick Willis, when they decided to retire, they still were dominant. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck was injury plagued. I mean, Luke Keekley had the, you know, obviously a concussion. So that I mean, there, there's reason and know the reason where Patrick Willis um, had a plethora of injuries, but he was at still a 
Hall of Fame level. It just, I mean, it's. I heard Brady have that discussion because they were pointing that out that that what it was doing, and he said, "Well, th- these linebackers are taking contact every play. Pause, pause. First of all, the linebackers were built for it, and they're not taking hits every play. Luck was the target. Yeah, every well, play, and he had a garbage offense right. line, and that's where you blame the GM. <laughs> yeah. Well, his last year, the offensive line got better. Yeah, got they better. Had, they, was, they had Costanzo. They had Nelson. They had Kelly. Yes, but they were so young. Nelson was dominant early. Costanzo was good. Then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But you got to think, Austin. It's not just the sacks. It's the hits. Right. In the he was getting. I mean, I, here's I will say this before we go to break. I've never seen, and, and this is where the NFL days, where they do make rules based on the court. I've never seen two big quarterbacks get destroyed like that. Like Cam Newton that night when they when when he played up in Denver, mm-hmm. when Von Miller and those guys, it looked like it was personal. Like they teeing they, up on him. They the must ran into each other in Atlanta and they didn't have a good you know rapport or something. <laughs> and the rest were letting Cam get beaten, and that ended his career. And then the one game I think when the Colts were at home, and Andrew Luck just I mean, he didn't even look. It, it was almost like his body deflated in his pads, and I was like, man, that, I've never. You just know. Those are two times, and two guys that potentially, you know, probably still Hall of Famers' careers got ended at the hands of the administration, and then also the a bad ref crew, um, or the you know referees because they were so big. Because you got to think, Andrew Luck was remember he would be big and run and run people over. Cam Newton was just running through people. Yep. Listen, taking shots from Von Miller unblocked. Bad is not decision. good for anybody. <laughs> Bad business decision. And you 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 have Von Miller plus Cam Newton force and then the force that and then the thing that doesn't move is which is the ground. It don't matter how big and strong your body's going to break down. So anyways, good dive into that. We're going to come back and uh dive into some more football. We'll uh, give our thoughts on actually Husker recruits in this weekend. Uh what what would be a win for JDP and Austin coming out of this weekend? or in weeks to come, obviously when school starts. Jay Foreman, DP Austin, we'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.